Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast and we have not one, but two very special guests here today and they do happen to be married and uh, oh, they're looking at each other. They're very cute. Who is it? Okay, We're let really me married. tell you. Can't let me tell it. you. We are here with Neve Shulman, host of Catfish on MTV, and his wife, Laura Perlongo. And she is nine months pregnant. She is about to give birth. We are ready in case the water breaks. <laughs> and we're just so happy to have you here today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. By the way, I think a lot of people were disappointed when you said they happened to be married and then you introduced me and then the second person wasn't Max Joseph. <laughs> yeah, because it is unfortunate. A lot of people fantasize about me and my, my former Catfish co-host being a couple. I see. Well, <laughs> he, he had plenty of time to propose. He had his chance. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's right. And now, I mean, he's left you in the lurch. But before we get into that, we are also here with Jenna Lemon Shelley from Hollywood Life. Hi. Hi. And our silent producer, Nick Gonzalez. Nikki. Okay. So, welcome. Well, I'm glad that... Uh, I, I mean, I'm not glad that you've been left in the lurch by your ex-co-host, but I'm glad to have um, the two of you. And I must say that Laura is far more attractive, and I can see <laughs> why you married her. You are so funny today. <laughs> I can't. And um, guys, like we were big fans of Catfish, and uh, we're glad that you two didn't actually meet through that kind of relationship. Um, but for those who haven't seen the show, it's on MTV. It's on right now. So anybody who wants to see it can. MTV and it airs new episodes every Wednesday at 9 p.m. But if they haven't seen it, tell us what Catfish is about and what you do on the show. Sure. So in 2007, I met a young woman on MySpace, actually, who, who messaged me because... <laughs> Something that basically yeah, doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yeah. She, she messaged me because she had seen my then photography website, uh, which, which featured mostly photos of ballet. I was doing a lot of dance photography. And she was an eight-year-old girl in Michigan who was starting her painting career. Uh, she was just passionate about art. And wanted to know if she could send me some of the sketches she had done of my photos. And it was so charming and lovely. And, and of course, I wrote back and developed a friendship with her and also her mother, who was, you know, sort of supervising her communication with me, understandably. And we became friends. Uh, and then I, through MySpace and then the very early stages of Facebook, got to meet all of her friends and family her cousins, the babysitter, they all friended me and would send me messages thanking me for being so sweet to this little girl and encouraging her artwork. Anyway, nine, fast forward nine months, I've developed a very a romantic relationship with the older sister who was much closer to my age. I was, Conveniently, there was suddenly an attractive older yes. sister. So we and you met oh, her in okay. person. No, no, no. Oh. Only, only through the internet. 
So you were flirting over the internet. We were flirting over the internet. Um, why is that? Was she in a different city? Yeah, they lived in Michigan, in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I lived in New York City. I see. Okay. So here I now have this group of 15 or 16 people that I've never met who send, who I'm getting messages from. I'm getting packages in the mail from this mom and her daughter sending me paintings all the time, uh, emails from everybody, you know, again, involving me in their lives, inviting me to art gallery. I mean, it was- Even your mom started talking to That's right. My mom was talking to It's all very time consuming. Well, I had a lot of free time. You must have. I yeah. was self-employed, <laughs> running a photography and film company. So I, I yeah, I was in, I was in the office a lot in between gigs, uh, and my brother and Henry, who are business partners and filmmakers, sort of noticed that this strange, funny relationship was happening, and these boxes were showing up with paintings of my photos. So they started filming our end of it because it was just weird. Anyway, again, <laughs> fast forward nine months. I've now sort of achieved a level of intimacy with this girl that would warrant finally meeting. And I think this could potentially be a serious relationship. But every time we make plans or they, they're going to come visit us or I'm going to visit them, something comes up. Whether one time it was a car accident, not, not, not too serious, but enough that they had to turn around, whatever. Finally, we decide enough's yeah, enough. We made it to Ohio. Right. And we decide we're going to just show up. Who's we? Me, you, my brother, and our friend Henry. Okay. And, and they've been now increasingly filming this process because it's it's become more and more interesting. As we've started to inquire and sort of look into this family, we found a few things that don't check out, things they told us that aren't exactly true. So we're a little suspicious. We go to Michigan. We drive all the way up to the UP. If you've never been, it's beautiful, but it's really very remote. What's UP? It's the Upper Peninsula. Oh, it's not actually yes. connected to the mitten it, of Michigan. It's I like get it. borders okay. up on Canada. Yes. Uh, and we show up at this house to meet this family. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Camera's rolling. And what we discovered was vastly different than what we had expected. And we made a documentary about it called Catfish, uh, telling both my story, but more importantly, the story of the people we ended up meeting. And it did really well. It went to Sundance. It was sold, came out in theaters. And as a result of the movie coming out and me sort of being the you know, subject of this film where I reveal my, you could say naivete or, or the, the sort of embarrassing thing that happened to me, people started reaching out to me with their stories or questions or concerns about right. relationships they were in right. currently. So who was, who really well, I'm was? I'm not going to tell you because oh. that would spoil the film. You should go back and watch it. It's, it's, no, I'm not oh. joking. I'm really good. You're, it's so you're good. looking at my yeah. face, I'm it's like. It's so good. When I first saw the movie, I thought it was a horror wait, wait, film. Wait, tell us, that, wait, what's the name of the movie Catfish. Again? Oh, it's just called Catfish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How can I see it? It's it's on everywhere. You can rent it on iTunes or okay. Amazon. I mean, it's everywhere. So listeners, you can all rent it. I right. watched film, the show. Catfish. It's documentary, right? I okay. watched the show religiously and I have not seen this. I'm actually mad. I, I, yeah, a lot of people don't even know that <laughs> right. because it's already yeah. And had, was this term around ago. like already being used? No. So we didn't even expect it to be a term. We named it Catfish because of a very sort of obscure moment in the film when someone we were interviewing told a story about fishermen who used to put catfish in these tanks with cod to keep the cod moving and that in life catfish keep us moving and interesting and on our toes. It's like a metaphor. And then people started reaching out it looked like all of a sudden we realized we had tapped a nerve and there were tons of other people in, in the world who were experiencing these long-distance mystery relationships with people that they weren't sure were real. Right, and this is really for like people to think about a new phenomena because, of course, right. this could not really have happened before there was online. Right. Yeah. 
And totally. you origin, and, I, in my opinion, as I'm 26 years old, as somebody coming up watching MTV all the time, TRL, everything. Yeah. You guys, like you originated this term, in my opinion. No, we did. You did. There, yeah, there exactly. No, and right. you set up a whole other dynamic for people to look into when it comes to relationships. Because now online dating is so big. Yeah. That's a whole right. other conversation. Right. So you but you have yeah. to totally. check people out okay so then so then we 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 decided okay there's enough stories to tell here we need we need to figure out a format to tell these stories and a tv show made the most sense we we pitched it around mtv was very excited about it and thus catfish the tv show was born we would have just called it catfish but that would have been confusing Mm -hmm. because the documentary is called catfish so now it's seven years later and 150 episodes or something like that and and it's just as much or just as relevant as it as it was then now right now why do you think that after you've done this so much you've been involved in this why is this such a phenomena why do people get conned i mean i have an opinion on this sure okay tell us i just i just i don't think it's a con necessarily i think that people deeply want to have an emotional connection i think on the one hand the hopeful the person that is being catfished really wants to have an emotional connection to someone and is willing to suspend reality a bit in order to find love and have love and have someone message them every day and tell them they love them. And then I think that on the side of the catfish, it's a nice, again, it's it's about love. It's about people wanting to connect. So on one hand... Do Do you think for the person who's catfishing, it's about love? You don't think it's about a power, like enjoying the manipulation? I think it depends on the situation. I mean, Eve can tell there you. Are, there are many variations um, of both the catfish and we call them the hopeful. Um, I do find, especially since we tend to feature people on the show who are younger, that a lot of the catfish originate from a need to discover or explore or express oneself in a way they may not feel comfortable doing in real life. So in a lot of cases, it's people, young people who are gay who live in a place or, or in a community that they don't necessarily feel safe or comfortable ex- expressing that uh, or interacting with people. And so they create a, a profile and a personality of someone of the opposite sex so they can interact with the sex they want right. to interact with. Right, um, And do it sort of privately and secretly and in a way that no one would ever detect. Uh, and that, for example, is one way that people are looking for love and and do have good intentions, but don't necessarily anticipate that the relationship is going to actually progress to a meaningful place and then they're going to have this problem where they've they're not back the right. themselves into a yes, corner, right? The, yeah, the it's, sex it's, of the person they said they were. Right. It starts with one small lie and then five years later, what but, do you do? You're right. Like, oh, shit. But I also, you know, I challenge people a lot when they ask me, you know, how, how is it possible that people are still getting catfished? And... It's not the same thing, but I, I often equate it to the lottery. Uh, so many people spend their whole lives playing lottery every week. And why? Because there's a tiny, tiny chance that you could be the lucky winner. But if you didn't play the lottery and every week you put that money into something smart, like whether it's a bank account or some other, even just a piggy bank, like after a certain amount of time, you'd actually have a pretty sizable amount of money. But it's not as fun. It's not as exciting. And 
it's the same thing with these relationships. These but people, a lot of people win the lottery in this sense. We met online. Oh, well, right, right. And and, no, you, and you, you were who you were, and we're in love and have kids. And Right, but I'm not talking about dating online. I'm talking about staying in a relationship that might f- not necessarily have... Like, if you're even a little bit suspicious or, or not haven't been able to meet the person for a period of time right. why yeah. stay how in the relationship. Long, how long do you think before someone should start suspecting? Such a good question. Right, exactly. Because you two met online through Instagram, right? That's right. Where you DM'd her. Right. You like slid you, in the DMs? I did. You slid in. <laughs> you slid <laughs> but in the DMs. Once, once she replied, you got together very quickly. It was that night. That's right. So right. there was right. no DMing around. Right. But with the catfish situation like Laura brings up like how long right but here's my point so let's say you don't live near this person they live on the other side of the country and for whatever circumstances they're either very busy or potentially just not they don't have the means to travel uh so you meet this person they're so great they're immediately very into you everything feels awesome they're giving you all this attention a couple weeks in you start to think like it would be nice to facetime but they have an excuse but you don't want to sabotage the relationship just because of that. So you kind of let it slide. And then it's a few months in. And you, you, you've already invested so much emotionally into this. The thought of challenging them and saying, oh, are you even real? Almost fe- you, like feels wrong to think because you, you feel see, guilty. See, that's what I don't get. Like with FaceTime, it's so easy. Why don't they FaceTime right away? You know what? Or even they don't even phone, do they? You know they? what's interesting? And I don't think it's specific to young people, but I have heard from a lot of young people they feel uncomfortable FaceTiming. It's it's awkward for them. It, it's too personal. They're they're much more comfortable texting because they have time to think and edit and and right, respond. Right. And and face to face communication requires a very high level of of focus and vulnerability that young people are finding right. less and less. But what less. about phone calls where you don't have to, you, you can still be in your pajamas? I feel like phone calls still never even happen. Like, if, happen I'm some of them, but some of them do call, talk on no, the phone because you can't tell what someone looks yeah. like with a voice. I'm not going to lie. If a guy calls me like yesterday, today, the next day, I'm just like, like looking at my friends, like, why right. is he calling me? Does he have something to say? <laughs> what is me, this? I hate it. I don't, yeah. I'm, <laughs> you also, it's so not the yeah. thing it's anymore. Invasive. I wish it was. I find but it invasive to yeah. call me. Text me. It's like, right. what are really, you doing? You don't want Neve to call you? <laughs> no, send me a text. <laughs> what do you need? She doesn't even <laughs> like it when I answer the phone when we're together. No, just, I find it rude. Yeah. I find phone just see. And like, that's another that's reason. Yeah. So young, but, people are now are just more and more comfortable with digital communication. And and so it's, yeah, it's amazing how but quickly. But still to go on for months mm-hmm. without even doing or a years. FaceTime. No, I know. Well, but, or but years. again, it's, it's like, like I said, and this is where I'll, I'll sort of, I think, complete the analogy with the lottery. Like when you... When you've invested a certain amount, whether it's sitting at a, a you know a slot machine, like at a certain point you're in too deep to walk away now and potentially miss out on what could have been feels like a waste, right? So if it's been even a, even a few weeks, the, the the emotional connection that people can make that quickly. I mean, and, and that online or or off, you know, even if maybe you remember before you were married, before you had kids, you might have gone on a trip somewhere to Europe, you meet some cute guy at a cafe, you spend a day walking around with him, like, 
that can be a magical, very meaningful thing. Yeah, totally. so, I'd be like, I'm in love. Right. Yeah. So I know, but we were face to face. Well, sure, but <laughs> we probably held hands. But there's something very tactile and intimate about holding a phone and, and having a communication come just to you over and over again, every morning. Good morning. How are you? Every night. Good night. Like, right. We're addicted to our phones, right. which means we become addicted to these people. Everyone yep. loves their phone lighting up in the night. And you always want that. Good morning. How right. are you? Or is right. that comfort of someone consistently being? You're almost in a it's, relationship. Yeah, it for is. sure. Yeah. I think I think it has to be that these people are very lonely, like just desperate for an emotional well, that connection. Is, that is a big part of it, too. I do think the level of boredom and isolation that we're all feeling, despite the hyper connectivity that is happening, is growing. And and the lack of human sort of eye to eye communication and the insane comparisons that we all make of ourselves to the people we're seeing all the time on social media is troubling and, and is definitely creating a culture of mm-hmm. insecurity and and unhappiness and loneliness. Well, it was, listen, I think young people always had those emotions. They always did, but they were forced, like if you look at old movies, there was no other way to ask someone out. You had to pick up the phone. Right. You know, you, and you, ha- had, you could overcome that, hopefully. You, right. Yeah. I mean, you had fear. to. Right. You had no choice. But now mm-hmm. you don't have to. You can just, as you said, edit text. Right. So, I mean, it's great for you, for your show, because it's a never-ending source <laughs> right. of, it's true. of stories. Have you, um, out of all the 157 episodes, has anybody really fallen in true love and met and been real? Yeah. We, we've had well, – Yeah. Every, a lot of the people think they're in love based on the, the months or years that they've been talking. And, and they're just waiting to finally meet in person so that they can sort of start their lives together. And then they meet and they see it's not that person. And they, the attraction's not there despite the bond they, they felt they had. But we have had a few people but on both sides who, who, in some cases, who were lying, who were, you know, quote, catfishing. Uh, and weren't who they said they were, where it's still, where the bond was strong enough. In fact, we had, I think it was last season, or maybe now two seasons ago, this uh, young black guy who was pretending to be a white guy because he more closely identified with white culture and, and was attracted to white women. Those are his words. And met a white girl. They started talking. I think it was for about a year. He had proposed to her Digitally, you know, theoretically, it said, look, when when we meet, I, I want you to know I want to marry you. I want to spend our lives together. She had said, that would be great. Let's meet finally. They met. He revealed who he was. And she didn't care. She loved him. And now they've, they're married. They have a kid. Oh, like, that's a yeah. success Beautiful. story. Yeah. So that one worked <laughs> yeah. out. Um, and similarly, we had episodes. That, that's, the, the fir- that's our first catfish baby, catfish kid. But Aww. we've had other couples where, where a transgender uh, man was speaking to a woman as a man. So, you know, not completely honest, if you will, but but she didn't care because she loved him and, and saw him as, as the man that he saw himself to be. And and that was a, a, it was a relationship that didn't last forever, but they went out. I mean, so we've had some, some really nice, beautiful love stories on the show. I saw one episode where the couple had been corresponding and he really, I think he was in the army or just out of the army and he really wanted to right. make a life. And he like got, had a nice house and everything. And he finally convinced her to, she was on the bus going down and, and they, it didn't end up working out. I think in the end they decided to try it. But yes, they, I think you remember that episode. Yeah, was it? 
a very thin white, a blonde yes. girl. Yes. Yeah, and he had been in the military. Yeah, and he was so committed to yeah. her. Yes, that did yes. not work out. Uh, in a sort of sad because he was really struggling with PTSD. Yes. Um, and needed to get that sort of under control. I think before he could be in a relationship. Yeah, um, but they weren't. I, he wasn't. Were they really catfishing? Because he was who he said he was. That's right. That so in that case, technically, no, he he wasn't. But she was concerned that he might have been because he didn't. For some, there was some reason they hadn't Facetimed. He had said he was going to show up. They were going to meet somewhere ha- halfway between Virginia and New Jersey, and then he like disappeared and didn't hear from him. She didn't hear from him for a few days. Turns out he had been at a gas station and had driven over a like manhole, basically one of those gas filling things. And it had made like a loud noise that had triggered his PTSD and he freaked out and the cops showed up and like he had a gun in his trunk because he was, he's allowed to have a gun, but not technically in that state. And so he got arrested. Anyway, it was and like you a whole can't thing. tell oh that story short yeah. to someone. Right, so it's like, right, okay, right. <laughs> anyway, what's so, happening? Yeah. Well, I have to ask, and I know it probably seems like a basic question, but I guess I'll ask for people who are watching wanting to ask this. When you, I, I've watched the show. I love it. I'm a fan. Obviously, things, you have to pack it into a certain time show, so you can't air everything. But just as a human being, like, is has you ever had an extremely awkward moment? Like, have people ever started, like, fighting or any like you know what I mean things that we haven't seen yeah you know like that has to be awkward a lot when people are lying or you know well, you you did an episode you did a couple episodes with me oh yeah one of which got very <laughs> I, awkward I had never seen an episode where it got really physical yeah and so I'm co-hosting an episode with Neve and these girls start pushing each other and I'm wondering does this happen all the time I mean yeah why were they pushing each probably other wonder well, well so these two girls were friends for a long time and one of them had met a guy online and she had really fallen for him. <laughs> but she was sort of on and off with a real life boyfriend. And so when she was sort of not dating him, she would kind of talk to this guy. And anyway, it turned out it was her old friend who... Best friend. Best her, friend. The best friend was pretending to be a guy. Oh. Because she, and kind of yeah. keeping her from moving on with her life and having a relationship really? with a real person. Why? Yes. Tried to wow. manipulate payback, her. Essentially as payback because she... The friend who has two kids and sort of has had a, a series of failed relationships um, has always sort of been jealous of her friend and and felt that when they were teenagers, the friend was sort of the, the prettier one. The one who, guys, got, who she catfished. It's like a movie. Right. And, and she, they have security, but they didn't have a lot of security and they were very far away. Right. And, and like they started guy. getting into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, which yeah. I, and I understood why there was a lot of emotion there. Right. But, but to answer your question, it's, I feel <laughs> yeah. like for sure, the, the most awkward moments are Absolutely, the ones that do make the show. Yeah, I mean, oh, we're not. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're no, I didn't those. question that, but like, just you personally being there, like, right. oh my gosh, what is happening? I'm, I am very uncomfortable a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell because you're always fidgeting with your hands. You can see him; he's playing with his thumbs down here because right. it's just the tension is. I mean, insane. I there's I, a lot of awkward car rides. I've been making the show a long time, and I still don't. I very often find myself thinking it, it's it's strange. And sometimes even wrong that we're here. Yeah. But I understand that we're facilitating something that should and needs to happen. And so I, I'm, I have to remind myself constantly that I'm helping to sort of create a situation 
a positive situation to deal with something that needs to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. But and it, you are. It's very weird to be there. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. even imagine. But uh, what? Yeah. What do you think both of you have learned about, like, more about human nature from being involved with this show and watching people go through this? Well, there's a lot. The first and perhaps most meaningful thing I've learned is how much people need someone to listen. Uh, Most of the relationships, and we sort of talked about this a little bit before, are happening because someone just desperately wants to be heard, to feel cared for. And the easiest way to do that is to simply listen to them. You know, in most cases, the the hopeful, like I said, does most of the talking. And on their phone calls or in the text messages, it's them opening up, venting, talking about their feelings, and the catfish just sort of receiving that and and being there for them. And they all they all say it's just we've become so close because they're so supportive of me. They're always there for me. They always know what to say. Uh, and so I think the and what power does of then listening. The catfish person get out of it? Is it the having power? Like just. I think in many cases, because the catfish often is struggling either with identity, sexuality, insecurity, they get the feeling of being seen as a perhaps more attractive or, or more established person or, or a totally different person that they wish they could be. And so there's this trade. And I, I really do think it's a 50-50 kind of duet where, where you know the hopeful kind of has to suspend disbelief a little bit and put some blinders on and ignore red flags. And the catfish obviously has to live with this guilt and, and uncertainty. And, and they, they meet in the middle and find this thing that kind of works for both of them. And even when you're not speaking online, I'm also speaking from personal experience. I mean, I'm 26 year old dating in New York City. I feel like you easily put blinders on no matter what, when you want to like somebody or you're, you are trying, you know what I mean? So I see why it's easy and why the 50 50 is like the way it is, you know? Yeah. When you're ready to be in a relationship, you'll you'll just settle. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? If they don't want to meet, that's fine. I enjoy texting them every day. (laughs) They'll talk about meeting. Right. They they want to meet. Oh yeah. Right. It's always like, oh, we're going to meet. You need that fantasy. I love that you guys are really, seem like you're a true product of this in ways because like you said you met online and then it started with the documentary with you it's it's so i i see why this show has been running for so long oh yeah by the way wait last thing that i've learned and this this applies to every a lot of different sort of areas of life but mystery is the greatest aphrodisiac i mean it's true the less you know about someone the more you can fantasize right Yeah. yeah Um, what's the longest that you've seen one of these catfish relationships go on? I think it was 10 or 11 or somewhere over 10 years. Oh my but, but God. Keep that mind, but, but, but keep in mind, right, that was like six years. But so this, but this was something where like teenagers met uh, in, you know, a chat room in, in, you know, 12 years ago, they were friends cause they couldn't, you know, they lived, they didn't live nearby. So they, it was just a friendship until they were 16 or 17. And then it sort of was flirting. And then they were 19 and they finally tried to meet, but didn't happen. And so like it, it's a friendship for years that turned into a flirtation for years that turned into this sort of hopeful, like it's not necessarily always a, you know, relationship or a dating boyfriend, girlfriend thing. It it can evolve over time. 
Yeah, it's something nice to fall back on if all of your real relationships aren't right. working out. Oh, well, I have my online relationship. Mm-hmm. I can. Just but we've heard from it. a lot of people who have said they've they've had this friend online for years, and every time they get into a relationship, they can't help but feel like this: the person they're dating isn't as good as Ooh. the catfish. Wow! And they can't really Juicy. fully commit because they're always in the back of their head thinking, like, guy. I don't like this person as much as I like my online friend. Again, mystery right. is the great. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't but, smell the catfish. <laughs> but then see their sweaty but, socks on the couch. I know, but think That's about right. how damaging that is because you know years go on, and right. we only right. have so many years in life. Well, that's but that, that's partly why I think it's nice that we can still make the show because we do offer a lot of people what what everyone seems to want, which is closure on these relationships, so they can finally move on. Even because they know, they know deep down it's not going to happen for them. If it hasn't happened after year one, then it's not going to happen after year five. But they can't move on until they know for sure that there's no chance they're ever going to win, have that winning lottery mm-hmm. ticket. You know what I mean? That guy still thinks him and Katy yeah. Perry are going to end up together. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> we had a guy who, who thought for six years that he was having like a secret relationship with Katy Perry. No, oh, really? No, yeah. Yeah. And, and Orlando Bloom was a total, sh- you know, sham. <laughs> she had told him that. <laughs> they were really together. That that was a lot of publicity stuff. and The she, whoever the she right. really was. And, yeah. and that she didn't want to, make their relationship public because she didn't want him to have to deal with all the press and the craziness of celebrity culture. And he had, even though he wouldn't admit it on camera. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Because I really, after we stopped filming one night, I asked him, I was like, because he had said on camera, I've been single, I've been waiting for Katie, I won't date anyone else. And because because and he wouldn't have been on camera, but he had actually gone on some dates and maybe even gently dated someone over the the six years, but he didn't want to say it on camera in in the off chance that Katy Perry sees this. <laughs> she's been yeah. She'll been question his fidelity, Katie. right? Right. <laughs> he's in one oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and how did you convince him that it wasn't Barely. really we, Katie? We took him to England yeah. to meet. The girl who he'd been talking to, who was a very young, who had been like a teenager when they met. And this guy was in his late 20s. And she just felt bad. And she... It started as a joke when she was 12, right? Yeah, she oh did. Oh, my it was God. Like a, That's yeah, like, it was yeah. just like a That's goofy joke for Perverted. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, actually, we almost ran into some legal issues because they had been talking when she was... Whatever. Anyway, we made them face-to-face. He grilled... He, he asked her all the questions. And he still, like, found ways to... to poke holes in the story and and it was the whole time like wait, looking over his shoulder waiting because he thought oh I'm, I've been dating Katy Perry she's finally the right time she's going to bring me on an MTV show fly me to England yeah sorry she, he was convinced that this was all like some crazy setup to finally meet her yeah. I get it though yeah we're yeah. going to London yeah, yeah. gotta be Katy it's yeah. like you guys were taking him to like right it was like North Dakota we went to like, like a dope right, castle right. yeah we went to actually it was a, it, it was, was an old castle that had been converted into a performance space so he's like she's gonna be on stage singing <laughs> this like he re- we, and I realize now how 
much we sort of played into his fantasy. And then this like, you know, awkward, actually uh, gay girl uh, who, who didn't realize she was gay at the time when they started talking, but has since grown up and is now an adult and, and, and gay, comes out and, and he, he doesn't believe it. He still thinks it's like this joke and that we're pretending and we're catfishing him for like this big ex- like surprise. Reveal. reveal. Katie reveal. Oh my gosh. And, and then this was the highlight. He says, okay, if you're really the person I've been talking to, what were the names of the three kids we talked about having? And she says, oh, uh, like, and she lists two of the names and she can't remember the third because she doesn't care. It right. was years ago and she never thought <laughs> twice about it. And he turns to us and he says, like, I told you. <laughs> if, she, if she was really Katie, she'd have known. Oh, And we were no. like, dude. If she, she doesn't care. Katie, yeah. oh my she God. She's so sad. So, anyway, and just to finish the story, I actually, we were in his town years later filming another episode and I, I hit him up. I was like, hey, we're in town. You want to get dinner? And we were, we were at dinner and people walked over to our table who knew him from the episode because in his town, ta- you know, in-, in He's famous remember, yeah. now. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so it brought up the whole thing about Katie. I said, and, he, and I said, so anyway, by the way, are you dating? Like since this, all this has panned out, if, like since people know you now, has that helped you get any dates? It's like, well, I'm not really dating because like I feel that maybe Katie will have seen the episode now. Oh, and, no. And How many years later? want to meet me. <laughs> this was like at least a year later. Where, where did he live? This I is amazing. In Kentucky. Kentucky, I yeah. think, yeah. But that's anyway. also a level of social anxiety, probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It sounds like there's something deeper happening right. there. Or maybe, and and then again, maybe, and I don't know that he is an example of this, but sometimes I think people, hopefuls, will, in in his case, let's just say a guy, a straight guy, will keep an online girlfriend for a long period of time for the for the sort of beard effect so, so that he can show his friends and family, oh, I've got this online girlfriend, I'm straight. But they're far away. I don't actually have to be with them as a way to quell curiosities, perhaps that that he may not be straight if he's not out. So I think that's another reason that some people willingly put themselves in these platonic digital relationships where they can feel like they're safely in a heterosexual relationship when that's, in fact, not what they want. How many people on the show have been never nudes? I don't know. I never know. nudes. What's that? <laughs> Someone who, who will never be naked. Like not they, even alone. They have a phobia right. of taking their yeah. clothes off. Really? Wow. <laughs> Wait, it's a, it's a, Nick, from a character you a never in, nude? in Arrested Development. The silent producer is a never nude. <laughs> It'd be funnier if he was a nudist. I've never heard of a never nude. I don't know. Is that a real thing? I don't know. It's a real thing. It's a reference from a show. I think that's hysterical. So even on your, by yourself. Right. In the shower. shower. No, yeah. yeah. You always (laughs) have something on. It's on Arrested Development. The, um, Yeah, he always was wearing jean shorts under his pants. David Cross. That's yeah. very David funny. David Cross, right. yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> so they amazing. might be never nude, so they're afraid of real relationships. Oh, that, oh, that makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why they're always in digital relationships. Right. That, yeah. Got it. They it, don't was, like, it took me a while to figure out why you just brought that up, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to touch people. Right. You don't want to be you know, totally. intimate. Yeah, skin totally. to skin. So Nobody is that, that, does this come up, do these kind of issues come up in your Facebook show, which you have? Um the we need to talk show that they do this is exactly yes. the stuff we talk about this just be so fun on this your is what show I need in i've my got life. a joy in your show fun. so yeah, yeah. We, we talk about all kinds of things on the show 
people people call and, and email in with questions based on the sort of topics that we list. Before we go into production, we put a big thing out. We're like, here are the topics we're going to be talking about. If you have any questions or comments. And this about- is a Facebook digital series. Yeah. Yes, or original face- series. It's on Facebook yeah. Watch. People write in. They have their stories and they write in and, and ask questions on either what they should do or just want to air something sure. that they're going through. And then we talk about it on the show. And what are the what are the kind of like the I guess most pressing questions that people ask you for advice on? Huh. Well, some of our what were some of our most like shared and, and viewed videos? I'm trying to remember. I think one of them. What was? Well, the love languages was oh, a major yeah. one. The so we, way people choose to give and receive love. So you guys ever heard of the five love languages? No, not specifically. But I need to hear this immediately. <laughs> there's, a book. There's, a there's a book. There's a book, and I feel. Awful that I can't plug I it right now because I don't know the name of the author. But if you look up the five love languages, I think you'll find it. Right. And now but it's sort of... But there's there's physical touch. There's vo- vo- vocal affirmation or, or there's gift giving. Gift giving. Wait, physical touch. Words, words of, of affirmation. affirmation gift gifts. giving. Acts of service. Right. Things like bringing someone a glass of water or... Right. And then what's the fifth? Physical touch. Did we say No, we said you physical said touch. Visit, yeah. It's not public. Quality time. Oh, quality time. Quality time. So these are the five right. things you need for real love? No, these are the different ways people express oh, love. Right. And so okay. if you're with someone and you don't speak the same love language, that can, that can you know, that can create complications. Yeah. It's like when it's someone's birthday. Yeah. Oh, is Gary? it Gary Chapman? Gary Chapman. I think that might be is the that author. It? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so, so like we did an episode someone, if, about if that. If it's your birthday and your boyfriend doesn't get you a gift... And oh, it's you're, over. And you're very, yeah. It's done. You're right. pissed. But he's like, on my <laughs> birthday, I don't care if I get a gift. Right. I just right. want right. to spend quality time with you on the couch. I see. Right. Or I, I'm much more of like a, I, I crave a ca- caress. I, I want Laura to touch me more. Just, you know, not even, not intimately necessarily. Just like brush my hair back or, uh-huh. you know, hold my hand. Like, and she does, but not as much as I would like. And at first that was that was frustrating for me, and I felt like and what, she, I'm not she from, like I'm being not from touched. She's not family. as much of a touchy oh, really? person. So she doesn't crave you no. touching right. no, her she, either. She, she she quivers at the touch. <laughs> <laughs> not true, but I'm definitely then, not as yeah. physical. Yeah. in terms of yeah. like a PDA kind of person. Yeah. yeah, I mean a little bit here and there, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm really into quality time. Right. So like, don't be on your phone when we're together. Well, and I what really I want to. Spend time on the couch. And that was hard for me because I'm not good at sitting still. And so I really had to learn how to just hang out in bed and not do something. I just like I phys- I need to be moving all the time. Right. I remember our first couple dates, the dinner would be I, I like to take dinner and, just ha- and, and just yeah. hang out. Right. The food, they clear the plates. Oh, me should too. We have dessert. You look at the menu for a right. while. You, order you talk. A right. Yeah. Neve was never wanting dessert. He'd stand up. They'd bring the bill. He'd stand up and give the credit card. I'm like, whoa, are you not? He'd be right. like, let's go do something else. Yeah, right? yeah. Right, let's yeah. go. Like, Dinner's over. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Anyway, so that's, that, was a, that was a big one. We did, we've done. Can I, wait, can oh. I just interrupt for a sec with your daughter, though? You've got a little daughter. She's Chloe, right? Cleo. Cleo, Cleo. Okay. It's okay, I do. But are you, you're, you're, are you huggy with her? Oh, of course. I'm okay. very yeah. snuggly But with she's her. Yeah. not, she's, well, she, I don't know if all kids are snuggly at first or not, but. She's only now becoming more snuggly. And so it was a while where she was less squirmy. She didn't love being held. Uh, right. Yeah. She's very independent. Two years old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two and change. Two, two and two months. Nice. But we also, you know, we've done, we've done an episode on money 
and how that can come up and create <laughs> that problems can be a big, big oh yeah issue. moving in together moving in oh, okay together. just while we're on money so should a guy <laughs> if a guy asks you out should right. he pay well again we don't claim to have the answer to that question or any question but we like to talk about it so we've have, we have a lot of people who nowadays think you should split you know if a guy Even asks, if he you, asks out, you out i think it's nice and and it's again it's just a gesture i don't think there's necessarily an expectation but i do think it's it it goes with asking someone out to then potentially right, take them out. Right, because you're like in that power it. role. Right. right. I think whoever asks out, if the girl asks a guy out, she should pay that first date. Right. And then you go from there. And we then did I, a whole episode on asking people out. Right. Just about, is it okay for girls to ask guys out? I mean, obviously it is, but. Did you ever have a topic where you guys, I'm not sure how you prepare for your show, but you, say you're looking at questions sure. and people are sending them in. Was there ever a topic, whether it was on camera or off camera, why you were preparing that you both kind of butt heads and you were like, how are we going to tackle this one specifically? Well, we we disagree a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on things. Was there anything we, crazy that well, was like, I mean, okay. After the fun of the show is, all, they right. just throw the questions They come okay. in kind of live to us. Okay. And then we riff. <laughs> and sometimes we, we disagree at first and then we find an agreement. And sometimes we just d- disagree. Um, but that is kind of half the fun of it. And what about how soon should you bring up in a relationship? Do you guys think the relationship question, like the right. relationship right. question, because mm-hmm. like when, how long do you wait before you find out whether the other person would be open to commitment and kids? Right. We, you know, we did one like, on Why waste time? Yeah. I think it goes back like, to. I, I don't think you should waste time. I agree. I think it goes back to where you were like, people are afraid to do that to ruin things because right. we find that hard to be like, okay, what are we? Because you don't want them to run right. away. Labeling. So yeah. right. what well, are, now, are your thoughts now on Now the that? biggest question is, when do you make it public oh, online yeah. Fa- Facebook oh, official when do, you, right. when do you go Facebook yes, official another thing. Yeah. Instagram official Instagram? that's a big deal yeah mm-hmm. so what do you think though about the commitment issue the discussion when should that come up well again we we, we pride ourselves on the show of, of only really talking from personal experience so with our I mean in my case I'm very much into committing quickly I think if, if it feels good go for it ha- you know it, it it's going to Go as far as it's going to go anyway. The life of the relationship will will sort of naturally take its course, um, and it's more fun to like go all in than to sort of play mm-hmm. games. I'm not I'm not a game guy. Yeah, but you. But I don't know. Yeah. And maybe this is because I'm a, a woman. I'm not sure, but I find that I I don't want to totally close myself off to people until I know the person I'm with is very serious. So I find that you're kind of single until 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 until. until and you know, so how like, did you two get to that point? <laughs> the well, committed exa- ex- ex- exactly. exactly how that just went. So <laughs> so I I this this was the first time in my life where we met and actually it was even th- that morning before we met where I knew there was something about Laura that was very different. Well, you were attracted to her Physic- from her right, picture. Right. Well, right. not necessarily my photo as much as my profile. Right. Her her digital presence, her her Instagram portfolio was mostly actually not photos of her. It was actually kind of hard to find a picture of her. I liked her content. I liked the photos. But how did you even find your Instagram? She was in a photo that her then photographer boyfriend had posted. <laughs> this is amazing. And I was following him. Oh. And I saw her in his picture and was like, ooh, who's this? And I don't know if I knew it was his girlfriend or not, but... I just started following her because I had a, I just sort of quite quickly had a crush on her. That's sort of very catfishy. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, he's a sleuth. So, no, so, he's yeah. a sleuth. You can't, okay. you can't. I knew from our our second date 
Our, our oh first... wait, she had a boyfriend. You found her through her boyfriend. No, this was then months later months that later. we finally went out, both single. Okay, so how did you know she was single by then? I didn't know she was single. She commented on a photo I posted, which alerted me to the fact that she had been even following me. And it wasn't like a flirty comment actually at all. It was very work related. I just tagged two coworkers in a photo. But it was yeah, enough for me. Not sexy. Yeah, but it was enough for me to then, I don't know, just think like, okay, I, I, she, I got oh, away in now. She's following you. No, you, <laughs> she's you, following you realize me. that I was following you back. Right. And that you DM me. But I also think it's very obvious when someone becomes single on their right. Instagram page. Suddenly I was posting more selfies. Oh, yeah. yeah. I right. went on a trip to Miami with my girls. That's right. You can tell. Right. <laughs> so he probably subtly picked this up. I must have. Yes. I must have. And, I, and, I, and so she anyway. DM'd and then you right. DM'd her back and right. you guys like went on a date like that, that day. Night. Yeah. Well, actually, and then when she told me, I said, I'll pick you up from work. She gave me her work address and I recognized it because it's a building that's all one company that I had been to many times before. It's an ad agency. And so I immediately texted. It's way downtown, right? It's actually, no, it's like Hell's Kitchen Midtown. It's, oh. called, it's called Mother. It's on, okay. it's on 10th Avenue. Anyway, so I texted my friend who worked there. And I said, do you know this girl, Laura Prolongo? And he said, and what do you, I'm supposed to go He's to the guy later. that hired me, actually, which yeah. is funny. Like, that's very oh funny. And, yeah. and his response was, uh, hard, I was like, what is she like? And he wrote back, hard worker, right? Yeah, I am. <laughs> And so I was like, okay, I love cool. it. I'm an excellent employee. Yeah. But anyway, she had sort of been verified <laughs> to some extent. Anyway, to get back to the original yeah, question. Yeah, long story short. So I, I knew from our second date, which was a, a weekend we spent out in Montauk. Really? You went from one date. Our like, date's right, crazy. You, don't you went on a, our, a weekend date? So, well, I, was, I had planned. Well, Neve's always a traveling, right? right so we, we went on our first date. Sorry. You can tell the story. No, that's fine. I mean, how long? How much do we need to get into we this? We went on our first date, which was- <laughs> I could listen to this all day. Which was one great night. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. And then the next day, I flew out to go film for a week. And for the first time in my life, I was texting and talking on the phone with someone. I never, like all day, all night. I'd just never done that. I'd never had the urge to talk on the phone to get to know someone. It was like that high school, middle school thing that everyone's always talking about that I never had. And I had it with her. And then I was coming back to town and she had plans for a weekend before I had to fly again. And she had plans to go to the Montauk. And so she very generously sort of invited me to join her. So I, f I flew in Friday. I rented a car. I picked her up from, from Brooklyn and we drove out. We spent a night uh, at my dad's house in East Hampton and then... Saturday met her friends in Montauk and and Saturday on the beach I was I remember we were really high we were listening to Justin Timberlake <laughs> this just got so much better and, <laughs> and it was just me and her and I and she was frolicking in the ocean and I'd never <laughs> seen anyone let alone an adult <laughs> frolic like that and I just looked at her and in my you know, haze of clarity, just said to myself, I'm in love with this woman. Oh. I, this is one of those moments I never want to forget. And I never had one of those. Like, again, like you see in the movies, those moments where you're <laughs> just I'm like- I'm picturing a Nicholas Sparks movie in my yeah. head yes. right now. <laughs> and, like you're in so a white I dress. Knew, like I knew this was it. Yes. In a way that you, when you do, you just, you just know. Yeah. And- and then he dumped me. And then, wait, and then we had... Yeah, <laughs> I'm leaving. This is... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wait, not that weekend. And then we had a we had a our third date, which was in which was a weekend in Orlando. Then we had our fourth date, which was a which was a weekend in Los Angeles. So well traveled. Okay. 
Again, because I'm filming all the, and I'm right. traveling. And she's just down to meet me wherever. So she met me in LA. And then the it's fifth fun. weekend, she had plans to go to San Francisco for her friend's birthday. And she invited me. It was like a big fun house weekend party. And that weekend, I freaked out because I, I'd only recently been in a long relationship that I'd just come out of. And I thought I was about to get into another serious relationship. And then I would screw it up the same way I had so, sort of convinced myself I had screwed up the last one. And I freaked out and I like got cold feet. After five weekends. After five crazy right. intense weekends. Overnights and everything. Right. So during, and during those five weekends, I wasn't seeing other people. She was into it. I was into she was, it. Right. I was feeling it. I was like, this but is cool. But you didn't cool. necessarily think of me as like the one. No. Right. You weren't there yet, but I was no. there and that's why I started freaking out. But I hadn't put my guard up. I was like, come hang out with my yeah, friends. Yeah, she totally and let I, me in. I, yeah, I let him in. And then I freaked out, got cold feet. She obviously picked up on it and said, okay, bye. Forever. And, Right, bye forever, and left. Well, wait, did you like break up with her, or you told no, her? No, I just got weird. Did you ghost and she her? She said, "What's wrong?" Yeah, no, he left my. We whoa, were in whoa, San Francisco. Whoa. He left my friend's birthday party early. Well, yeah. it was weird yeah. because your best friend, whose house it was, saw that you were upset because I had sort of, pulled, like, freaked out and and basically put was like, I think you should go. Well, wait, I, but wait a second. But how did you freak out? Like, how did you show the freak out? Yes. How Great did I question. show the figure? Uh, I, I you said I don't want to. I'm be- I'm very bad at hiding or pretending how I'm feeling, and she's very good at detecting feelings. So it wasn't hard for her to sort of detect that like I had withdrawn a little bit, and the second we started talking about it, it I I don't even remember why or how it came out, but I must have expressed that like I wasn't I was freaking out and I wasn't sure if I was ready for this or whatever. Because her words... So, such so boring right. when guys do this. Okay. I know. Yeah. And so her words to me were, okay, well, figure your shit out. <laughs> and if and when you're ready, maybe I'll still be around. Good answer, You Laura. are. I oh, really good. like good, you. Good, we're going to right. talk yeah. after this. Good. And so she... And then she went on a two-month European vacation by herself. <laughs> um, I was a freelancer. Well, right. But okay. she had planned so, to go yeah. on this trip. I had planned a nice went trip to Europe with my brother. And just ditched me. Right. And yeah. I, I, and then I started dating other people. And then she, and then she full on was dating other people. And I wasn't because the second she left, I knew I had screwed up. Are you communicating in this two month period? No. no. Okay. I just want maybe to tried to text I'm you or something. I'm not texting back. I'm Good. just full on. And you no. are just gone. Like, You're done. Good done. for you. Moved Your on. willpower. Right. Okay. I need some of that. No, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's good. Why waste your time? Okay. Right. I totally, and I didn't, I didn't falter for that at all, but I only knew every day that went on without her, the more I wanted her that like I had to make it right. And so I kind of weirdly somehow found out when you were going to be back. It was right around before you your birthday. started texting my roommate. Something. I figured it out. And I had a really cute gift ready for you for your birthday. And then... You said to me, the first like real response you ever said to me was, because it was hot, it was, it was September. It was hot. He'd been texting a lot and I was And I had been to her apartment him. in Greenpoint. It was a fourth floor walk up and it was, they didn't have air conditioning. And, and she said, I said, I want to see you. And she said, if you bring and install an air conditioning unit to my apartment right now, <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> and so I did. I showed up. <laughs> I showed up with an AC I'm such unit. A jerk. I'm like, <laughs> no, I you are not. Like, Never I change really your ways. I want to see this guy, but if he's gonna do some work, he can carry. If he's gonna right, carry right. up an air conditioning unit and install it, I'll have yeah. a conversation. The greatest thing yeah. I've ever heard. Okay, and anyway, then what happened? Then, so then we started. She she would she let <laughs> me date her some more. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For, but if it was a, and I knew, I was like, okay, this is it. We're, we're, we're back. Like, and, but it wasn't that way for her. For months, she still had other guys and one particular that she was dating. And, and you knew. I yes. didn't, no. I, no, I kind of knew a little bit, but I thought you had stopped earlier than you had actually stopped. Because mm-hmm. I remember when we went to. I just didn't uh, trust you. So I right. was like, I'm not yeah. going to let myself get hurt again. I right. totally, totally understand. And so that's where I sit on, on. But I really I mean, had to know. So, like so, if someone, is, if someone is, is wronged you in the past, I think that it takes a long time to get over that and you need to do what you need to do. And sometimes that involves dating other people. I agree. Mm-hmm. And so when did it come to proposal time? Or like, I want to marry well, so, you. So, oh, okay, I will marry you. So from first date to pregnant was seven months. And that uh, includes the two-month break. And that includes a two-month break so, and her still dating guys up until essentially the seven, until you got pregnant. Was that an accident? Right? Essentially. I, well, no, there was like a it was an a, it, was not, it was not planned. It was kind of planned I am you. shook, as the kids right. say. Wow. And okay, of course, so, no one thought this relationship wait, was going to So oh, yeah. you got her knocked up. I, I, I did the <laughs> knocking. Right. In this case, you got her knocked up and after seven months, but you... So, so did, we lo- well, we looked at each other and, and I... But how did you know for sure it was his? I knew, I knew, I Okay, because it was... Because I, had, I hadn't really been seeing anyone that... It was like, like the, that, yeah. It was the holidays and like I hadn't seen also, anyone we had Also, we had become progressively mm-hmm. more serious yeah. and I think exclusive. Yeah. And, Plus right. you already had a background. Yeah. You know. October, November, I was still seeing other people. Then December, January, I had more seriously been... So give me an exact answer. So once she found out that she's pregnant, did you commit to each other? Yeah. 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 Well, I was already all in. Yeah, you were. But she wasn't until and and honestly, I don't mean you you were all in on having a child with me. I think we both trusted that whatever happened, we would make a happy baby. But I don't even know if you were still hundred percent all in on me at that point. No, I was. You were okay, good. Because you'd been really great. You had that one giant yeah. fuck up. That's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I then, think it sounds like this whole relationship could turn into a great rom-com movie. So. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I could listen to your relationship all day, okay. but I think we're going to have to <laughs> wind down here. And um, But this is fascinating. It and really I, is. I'm glad, Thanks. though, that it's worked out. And just for you listeners, um, it worked out so well that Neve and Laura are now married. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they are expecting, as I said, the baby any minute. <laughs> do you know what you're having? Yeah, we it's do. A, it's a boy. Oh, okay. Yay. So that's, yeah, we're you got excited. a girl. Now you've yeah. got a boy. Best of both worlds. And uh, you better let us know when this boy arrives. 
Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, we will. Yeah. Yes. We want to we wanna break the news. Well, we took some nice little photos for them That's right true. before really she great. gives birth. So those will be exciting. Well, yeah. And Sorry. if you want to hear more of us talking about things that we may or may not agree on, you can check out our <laughs> Facebook show, We Need, we to, need talk. to Talk. And second season's over, and we're hoping for a third season after the baby, right? Right. But they're on the... You can Page. watch them all the time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, for relationship advice or bad advice, as yeah. we like to. Well, call I mean, it. essentially, because our relationship, everyone said we were doomed to fail. Right. And I, that's oh. why we're, that's what we're talking about. We're okay. talking about right. so overall. Now how long have you been together now? About three years. Oh, yeah, three and a half years. Three and a half. Yeah. Okay, nice. so three and a half years in, and it's all going well. I love and it. And for um, those of you who want to see some catfish. MTV Wednesdays at nine. So thanks so much, guys. Yes. Seriously, yeah. we want to hear when this baby is born. Really, <laughs> come okay. back. I'm come back. Obsessed with this conversation. Uh, yes, me Hopefully too. Sooner than later. Yes. Yeah. I'm ready. Well, I'm ready. You, uh, we have a table here. You can just hop right up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.